Before we get started on our Sex and the City podcast, um, we just want to do a little disclaimer. We are just two sisters that love chatting about this stuff. So there's no production team. It's just us. We're in the middle of COVID. So we are on Skype. So we do apologise for any sound issues that we have. We are totally doing our best and still hope you really, really enjoy it. And remember, like, the first episodes of Sex and the City... I love them, but they're a bit iffy. So just bear with us. This is our first ever podcast, but we do hope that you love it as much as we enjoyed doing it. Yay. Hi, I'm Mimi. And I'm Claire. And this is Sex and the Sips Tea. We're two British sisters who love discussing and debating as if Sex and the City was real life. We want to talk the sex, the fashion, the boys, the girls, the dating. We want to talk everything. There's lots we agree on. We hate burger. He broke up when I want to post it. And lots we don't. I love Aiden. Love Aiden. He's like meh. So thank you so much for being here while we chat, giggle, and possibly even argue our way through dissecting sex and the city. Yay. Hi. Hello. Welcome to our very first episode of Sex and the Sips Tea, our Sex and the City podcast. How are you, Mimi? I'm so, so excited that I need to calm myself down a bit. Like, I'm really glad we're getting this off of our WhatsApp conversation voice notes and actually get to talk about it for, like, a good while. So, super, super, super excited. How are you feeling? I'm super excited too. I just can't wait to talk about all of this crap that we have to discuss. Um, Just so you know, everyone, though, there will be spoilers because... Sometimes you just need to reference it all. You can't make a point sometimes without referencing a spoiler. But if you're watching this, listening to this, however, you're probably as big of a fan as us anyway. So, you know, it's fine. Super fans. Super fans. (laughs) So do you want to tell us about this first episode? Sure. So the first episode is just simply titled Sex in the City. Um, Personally, I wish the episode just began with us being introduced to the core four, but we're not. We are introduced to a random English woman named Elizabeth, who we actually never see again after this. Oh, it annoys me so much. Like, I, th- I think they're just trying to, like, <laughs> feed, like, I think they're just trying to reference the book, aren't they, by Candice Bushnell? Because I swear, like, she goes off on those little stories. But, I yeah, I, I was the same. Like, I'm like, where it. does she I even come into it? Make it Charlotte. Exactly. Why didn't they make it Charlotte or something? Oh my god, that's exactly what Alessandro said. Because no. he watched it the other day and, ma- and made notes. And I'm like, <laughs> I gave him my book and I was like, hey, can you just make some notes of what you think? Because I thought it'd be quite oh, interesting yeah. to see his perspective. And his first point, let me read it to you. I mm. don't get the start. What's the point of the beginning? What, what happened to Elizabeth? Why wasn't she part of the group? And then when I said, what, what's your problem with that beginning? He's like, why wasn't it Charlotte or yeah, something? Yeah, just at least that would make sense. Exactly. Oh. Defo. <laughs> but yeah, very popular opinion that seems. <laughs> so Elizabeth is new to New York. She quickly meets a New York City bachelor who seems really into her. They get full on really quick, but then he ghosts her two weeks later. Elizabeth's cut up about this and explains to Carrie over lunch, in England that would have meant something. 
which is bullshit because men are trash in England too, hon. Yeah, we just call them rubbish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, if men get full on in England too and it's equally as weird, so why did she like it in New York? But whatever. So this got carried to thinking. Are men devoid of feeling? We then finally meet the core four who are out for Miranda's birthday dinner. They discuss the topic of sex without feelings, a.k.a. having sex like men. They all have differing opinions, but it gives Carrie an idea for her column. Hmm. Carrie is then out for lunch with the lovely Stanford, who we love. When love she Stanford. spots Love him. I love him. I'm glad know, he's in it from the beginning, actually. Did you like, spot that he was a talent agent? Yeah, yeah. I, like, never really realised that until, like, literally the last couple of times I've been watching it. Oh, OK. I can't remember when I noticed that, but, yeah. I don't I did. know I what I thought he did, but what else? Um, so she, when she's out for lunch with Stanford, she spots a spiky-headed ex-fuck buddy across the room named Kirk Harrington. <laughs> Kirk Harrington. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know so what that means. Like, he's so gross. Oh. Oh, I can't even let you get to the finish of this. Stuff. I've got so many opinions. You've got to finish the intro. Oh. The intro. I need to say things. Do you want to let you finish? And I'm like, oh, Kurt Harrington, I need to talk about Kurt Harrington. Well, do you want to talk about Kurt Harrington? No, 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 please continue. We'll get oh, to it. We'll Carrie. get to it. So Carrie gives them the come on and they arrange a sex appointment for 3 p.m. that day. Sex appointment. <laughs> the perfect opportunity to do some research and put her new theory to the test. Cut, cut to Carrie getting licked out and enjoying herself very much. When she's, but when she's satisfied, Kurt pops his little spiky head up and cringely says, "Okay, my turn." Carrie makes. I think that's reason piece. enough not to suck his dick. Literally, I'm like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> Which makes her, Carrie makes her excuses and fucks off out of there, leaving Kirk to sort himself out. Don't blame me, Carrie. I would too. So Carrie's clearly feeling herself strutting down the street when someone bumps into her and her shit goes everywhere. Scrambling to pick it all up, someone comes to her aid and hands her some of her rubber johnnies with the reservoir tip. Oh my god, I can't wait <laughs> to talk about reservoir tip. Came <laughs> flying out of her back. <laughs> Carrie doesn't seem face, but does trip up while trying to cool walk away from him, which makes me die every time. Oh, I hate that. I'm actually cringing thinking about it. Oh my god. So we then see Carrie with her 45-year-old, oh, sorry, 27-year-old friend Skipper. <laughs> <laughs> I true. find myself so funny. You're hilarious. 27-year-old <laughs> so, friend Skipper who keeps going on about how he's such a nice guy such and like girls nice just don't like him. I wonder fucking why, Skipper. I have no idea. <laughs> So a tactless Carrie asks if Skipper's gay. He says, no, I'm just sensitive. He asks Carrie to set him up with one of her friends, where Carrie has an idea to set Skipper up with Miranda, even though she knows full well Miranda will hate him. Minus 100 friend points to Carrie, that's really shit of you. The friends are then all at Club Chaos, and I've lost the point where I um, was reading from, so let me just give, give him... <laughs> The friends are all then at Club Chaos, where, yep, Miranda is hating on Skipper. Sam and Carrie are oogling a rando rich white guy who Sam labels the next Donald Trump, while Carrie labels him Mr. Big. 
He waves at Carrie, who I don't think recognises him from Condom Gate earlier that day. Sam goes to hit on him and essentially sucks off a cigar for his attention, which he isn't going for one bit. Charlotte is notably absent as she's on a classy day with Capote Duncan. <laughs> I love the names they give <laughs> yeah. these people. Like, that's actually one of my favourite things. It sounds like a steakhouse. American. I'm going to Capone Duncan Steakhouse. Oh my god, are you going to like Capone Duncan Steakhouse? It's so good. They do like every single time of steak, like so many sides. <laughs> so Charlotte cuts the date short as she's quite into him and wants to leave him wanting more. Capone, the gent, puts her into a cab asking to see her again. Charlotte, smitten, accepts. Capone then jumps in her cab. Well, he's only going back, back to chaos, isn't he? He's going back to chaos. isn't it? <laughs> You're going an, an easier tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Your friends with my poor pool. Yeah, best friends. <laughs> Charlotte challenges him and he explains he respects her, but he's got to get laid. And laid he does. Being but her over Mr. Big's rejection, it is Sam who goes home with Capodi Duncan. Back at chaos, Carrie's trying to hail a cab and failing miserably. But fear not, a rich, handsome stranger appears and offers Carrie a lift. Who could it be? Carrie accepts in an instant because he's hot and rich and they never murder women, ever. No, they're like, the best, like rich white men are known for their, like, the fact. Literally. They are like, yeah, like they never do any harm to the mm. world. To, no, 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 to no. women, definitely not. Mm -mm. No. <laughs> not rich white men. Rich white men, no. We have already mentioned Donald Trump, so. <laughs> <laughs> and we know how good he has been for the world. So. He's lovely. So nice. It's the kind stranger is, of course, Mr. Big, and he wastes no time putting Carrie down and schooling her on her opinions of men. Mr. Big points out that Carrie has clearly never been in love, which leaves her gobsmacked due to the accuracy. He drops her back off at her place, alive, and leaves So that Carrie he now knows where she lives, because that's smart. That was in my original draft of this intro. <laughs> Of like, well done, Carrie. Now he knows where you live. <laughs> yeah, slow clap, slow clap, Carrie. Like, literally, all the safety well, rules, it's fine, whatever. Fucking idiot. <laughs> so he leaves her with a fair bit of food for thought for this week's column. Okay. So that is the intro. Bit long, but whatever. It's fine, it's fine. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. Okay. <laughs> so, um, what, what, are your, what are your feelings then? You said you had a lot to talk about. <sighs> I have so much to talk about, but we'll have to like break it down into the like as we go across the episode. The first thing I wanted to mention is like her outfit in the because I'm gonna talk about the outfits a lot. Okay, so just stick with me. But like, I wanted to talk about first her like the intro. Like, and how fucking iconic it is and how happy just that little intro makes me with her in, like, oh, the, the grey, dark, like, New York street and she's in the tutu and the tank top. And it reminds me, because this is, like, 98, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, and it just really reminds me of that time because, like, I remember wearing, like, literally to a club, yeah, <laughs> like a boho-y sort of skirt with a tank top. 
and about it was a bit more like that was obviously like 2000s but still like I really get sort of like as proper wear and like even you know about like how she's got her hair with like the little bit of the slick at the middle it was mm. like that's like oh my god that's like how everyone used to wear their hair for like super like super chic and do you remember it got bigger and bigger and so people got more and more of a quiff up do you remember that yeah like oh I've, but I do I love it I absolutely love the beginning scene and then, like, the, so the next thing I wanted to say was actually, like, how dreary all of their clothes are. Oh, my God, yeah. There's not, so, like, not the a name brand thing. inside. No, although she does reference, actually, at the beginning. Like, uh, but then these women will spend 400 on a Manolo yes. Lanix Jackie sandals. So I love that that's in there from the beginning because we have to, like, identify the shoes and the brands. But, like, even, like, we have two instances of her wearing leopard print. Like Ooh, when really she stubs out, to the like, when she stubs out, like the fag, when the like when fucking Elizabeth is talking, like to her, like and he never called, obviously, and she like stubs out her cigarette, and she's wearing like some sort of fucking leopard. Like I don't really see leopard as like her thing. And then when she goes to the no. club where they see Big, she's also wearing leopard. And even Samantha Jones, who I always seen as like the color blocking queen of the whole thing is wearing like a fucking obviously she's like so beautiful so it still looks fucking hot on her like the the the, the you know like open back because she's mm. got like the most beautiful figure even that like she's wearing like the most boring fucking black dress like that just pissed me off <laughs> see i really like did not pay attention to the clothes at all that's okay i'll pay attention for you it's fine uh, okay good like until like um samantha starts wearing the like over the top brand names. That's when I, I care. I love like, that about her. The, yeah, like the the massive plastic Chanel earrings. Mm, like that's when those. I'm like, ah, oh, they look great. <laughs> they do. Like that's the thing. Like, and I think, but then I think that's what it is. Like, it's the very third first episode. We're kind of just seeing like, I think like the girls, especially like the non-carries, seem very caricature of themselves when mm. they're talking about stuff. So how did you find like the beginning of the episode? Like we just like we just said like Elizabeth makes no sense. Where the fuck is she? She's never featured again. Elizabeth, like she should be Charlotte. Exactly. It's just insane. It's like I right. Okay. So I put a stopwatch on. It's two minutes and thirty seconds. That That's intro. a lot. Two it's fucking a, minutes. Jesus Christ. It's only a thirty-minute show. I don't mm. know if it was thirty minutes at that point. Why were we learning about this woman? That actually doesn't matter. And no. all they could have done, and I'll send this to Alessandro earlier, they could have just said, oh, you know, she was so pissed off by New York men, she moved to, like, California or something, or she went yeah. back home. And then that would at least explain why she's no longer there. <laughs> That's true. She moved back to England, pronto. Like, that yeah. would make sense, wouldn't it? Like, God, yeah, I'm pretty like, sure Elizabeth you... is in the book. Um the sex like you know i kind of is it actually called sex in the city I think it's that, yeah i remember getting it the from book. the library once yeah thinking i was super chic oh i haven't read it for a long time i really didn't I'm, like i'm it. pretty sure she's a reoccurring character in the book so i don't know if that's why they just took that story as like a nod to where it started and i'm supposed to it's the pilot maybe they were like oh maybe they were intending to feature more of the stories but never did because they actually oh, yeah, decided maybe. to like concentrate on core four. I don't know. How funny that we're already talking about Elizabeth more than she was in there. And we've oh got stuff yeah. about <laughs> Yeah, so let's move on. Let's move on. Well, we both like 
started watching Sex and City far too young for our ages. Oh my god, yeah. I think I was 13 and I remember watching it like in mum's room, like from season two. I remember the first one I watched was the first episode of season two because I think that's when they started showing it like on Channel 4 on a Friday, I think it was. Well, when did it end? 2004? I think it ended 2004. Something like that. Mm. So by then I was proper invested in it because i remember watching we watched the last one together didn't we we did yes we did yeah and i was super into it i knew all the characters Mm. knew what was going on so i was a proper fan then um but i hadn't necessarily seen the first few episodes so in my mind i was so used to her apartment that i think when i saw the first episode i was like that's not her fucking apartment it's living bitch yeah don't you find the whole thing dark like the coloring like it might be something to do with i don't fucking i don't work in fucking tv it might even just be like where it's got a lower budget so the saturation is is that a real word for something yeah i don't know like maybe because like the whole thing i found was quite dark and like not as shiny but that could just be production quality and lighting you know what i mean like that's not their fault i don't want to hate on them for that Going back to Alessandro's notes. Okay. Um, the first episode looks cheap and shit. <laughs> well, well, yes. Well, yes. Says us speaking on Skype from a fucking kitchen table. Like with my light. My Dun- <laughs> on my Dunelm oil cloth. But whatever, whatever. <laughs> Their saturation's not good. <laughs> I come to you from my sofa that I got for free <laughs> off Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> On my laptop that I still haven't paid the finance on. <laughs> we're so we're so fucking classy. We're so fucking classy. Should we go to her, like her, so she's got like her first question? And can I just mention? Okay, so and then she so she stands there and so and actually the first outfit we proper see her in. Okay, so the first outfit we see her in like fully because like we've got half of her arm. She's kind of behind the PC with a some sort of fucking fleece on um like typing away um and then the first time we see her and she's literally just wearing like an oversized trench which oversized trenches are cute but in like the most dreary color when she opens the newspaper and says why is there so many great unmarried women but no unmarried men i do love the hair because i love the curry hair when it's just like big wild and curry it's so iconic to her don't you think yes like the big curry hair was like, I, I honestly I don't know any of the clothes, but I do know <laughs> she's wearing a hell of a lot of makeup. She is, and like I know it was it was the time of brown lipstick though, wasn't it? I love so, it. That's how I do my makeup now. I know you do love a brown lip. Well, I love a brown lip. I remember getting a brown lipstick in the, like a copy of Shout magazine for free. Like that's <laughs> how into funny. No, no, she didn't make fun of me. She just didn't like me when I wore it. <laughs> oh, I remember saying, oh, it's so horrible to me when you've got your lipstick on and your fucking leather jacket. And I was like, oh, I forgot I had the lipstick on. Oh, okay. I'll just shut the fuck up then. But less about my childhood trauma, more about sex in the city. <laughs> Can I just also mention another thing that hmm. I am pleased goes away at some point? Oh, God, I know what you're going to say. Uh, one, the interviews, and mm. two, breaking the fourth wall. I can't stand it. No, I literally hate her speaking to camera. 
Oh, there's this fucking hate the interviews. Yeah, the interviews can sometimes be funny. Like, there's an episode in a few that goes, you be on time, I'm into golden showers. And I love that. (laughs) But there is a part in this episode that makes me just, I don't know why it makes my blood boil, where um, her carrie just looks, she's got a mouthful of ice cream on the bed, and she just looks at the camera and goes, what an interesting question. And it, it just, she has such a husky voice when she says it and it pisses me off. I'm like, don't look at me and say that. <laughs> but you just also hate the other people eating. Like, you have a thing. Yes. I can't the men in this one. Like, they're so, like, the gym scenes and, like, they're so yeah. aggressive. Like, <laughs> they just piss me off. I want to punch them in the face. Mm. But do you know who I do love in these scenes? Who? Fucking Miranda. Oh, but Miranda's just amazing all the time. I love her. Like, I love her, like... When she's like, um, when she answers like almost what their questions are, like they could have told the fucking Elizabeth story because they basically do, don't they? You know, when she's standing there with like gesturing with fried chicken and she's yeah. like, you know, like there was this woman and she just slept with all these young men and then she got a funny one. And, you know, um, then suddenly nobody wanted to shock her. Like, you know, um, and she's like, this is not a sad story for men. You know, like, I love that. That's a, that's better than Elizabeth. And also, I love the line. It's not actually my favourite line of the show. But, like, my line I love that she uh, that she says um, is that, you know, like, when he's like, they should just try lowering their standards and just dating, like, the fat, ugly guys. And she's like, I've been out with some of those guys, the, sh- the short, fat, poor ones. I love that she says poor ones. I was like, oh. Oh my god, they said poor ones. <laughs> and it's and it makes absolutely no difference. They're just as self-centered and in a inappropriate as the good-looking ones. I thought that was just so Literally, brilliant. That's my life. When I was trying to get over my ex, <laughs> I dated some munters, mm. right? And I thought, oh my god, they're gonna treat me like a queen because I'm so gorgeous. And they were fat and ugly with no jobs, and they had the audacity to call me ugly. Honey, I'm dating you because you're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Worship my motherfucking feet. You're not meant to call me ugly. (laughs) Oh my god. Check yourself. So I I feel what Miranda's saying because it's like, no, 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 I've been out with them and they're dicks too. Can I just say also how pretty Miranda is? (gasps) I said that too. I said, oh my god, Miranda's skin. Yeah, like she looks so pretty. And I think Mm -hmm. they do her rotten, especially in the first series. Because I get that she's like the lawyer and she would be power suits and she would be very corporate. But at the same time, I think they almost do her a dirty on the, like, she they, they increasingly over the series make the other women very, very glamorous. Yeah. And overly dolled up for, you know, like they'll be going somewhere that's a daytime event and they're wearing, you know, um, the, you know, who made the new paper? Galliano made the new pa- newspaper dress. Not you know. Dior. No, the... The D- it's definitely not Dior. I'm pretty sure it's um, oh. Galliano. It says Christian Dior is dead on the front. No, 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 no. I meant, sorry, uh, the, uh, the the newspaper dress. Yeah. It's it's Galliano, babes. Uh, I'm okay. pretty sure. I'm Googling it now. Yes, yeah, so I'm Everyone right. really cares so much. I fucking care because I think I'm right. Carrie, I, why is my internet not working right now? On Galliano. I still think you're wrong. The infamous Dior newspaper dress, which appears in season three, episode 17, what goes around comes around. 
Oh, maybe it's designed by Gal- John Galliano for Dior. All we can we're agree both correct. is that it's John Galliano for Christian Dior newspaper <laughs> <laughs> I love that we're both right. <laughs> Thank you, Universe, for making us both correct so that we can both boost our ego and our cleverness. I love Sorry. that we're both right. Yeah. <laughs> but that's I'm actually the point. <laughs> What was the point? I think the point was is that they, they do dress them up a lot. So that was a lunch date that she wears that dress. Mm. It's an evening dress. And so I think they kind of, the other girls, they escalate their fashion a lot, which is very, very fun and I love. But I kind of think that it takes quite a long time for them to, like, allow Miranda to level up a bit. Yeah. Does that make like, sense? Even in Club Chaos, she's in a bloody suit. Mm, I know. She, we know that she's not going to, like, skip her. Fucking Carrie obviously knows because she's oh, being a God. dick about it. But... For all Miranda knows, she was going on a date and she rocked up in a suit. Yeah, and it's a very, like, masculine car. It's a very, so, like, Mm -hmm. but I don't mind that in fairness because, like, they are a bit caricature. So, like, the first two outfits you see um, Miranda in is obviously her suit and her very, like, blue pinstripe shirt, which is, like, cool, whatever. She's on her lunch break from being a lawyer. I love, um, so, um, Charlotte's first outfit, she is literally wearing a cardigan little pencil skirt she's got her glasses on she's got like literally like pearls on Mm. it's just so like caricature almost um charlotte and i'm so glad they level her up level her up too and give her some depth but i did just love her first outfit it was so charlotte i think it's like miranda gets so much better looking as the seasons go on and um... because they allow her to shine i think yeah like because she's so pretty Mm. Okay, so um, we're going to show them a bit of the scene, I believe. Yes. So... Which, is the, which is the full call talking, which I think is like what's the best bit about the show is, is them the talking, is their conversation. See them. Happy birthday, dear Miranda. Happy birthday to another thirty-something birthday with a group of unmarried female friends. We would all have preferred a nice celebratory conference call. You were saying, look, look, if you're a successful saleswoman in this city, you have two choices. You can bang your head against the wall and try and find a relationship, or you can say, screw it. Just go out and have sex like a man. You mean with dildos? No, I mean without feeling. Samantha Jones was a New York inspiration, a public relations executive. She routinely slept with good-looking guys in their 20s. Remember that guy that I was going out with? Oh, God, what was his name? Drew. 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 The sex guy. Right. Well, afterwards, I didn't feel a thing. It was like, hey, babe, gotta go. Catch you later. And I completely forgot about him after that. But are you sure that that isn't just because he didn't call you? Sweetheart, this is the first time in the history of Manhattan that women have had as much money and power as men. Plus equal luxury of treating men like sex objects. Yeah, except men in this city fail on both counts. I mean, they don't want to be in a relationship with you, but as soon as you only want them for sex, they don't like it. All of a sudden, they can't perform the way they're supposed to. That's when you dump them. Oh, come on, ladies. Are we really that cynical? What about romance? Yeah. Yeah. No, romance. It's like that guy, Jeremiah, the poet. I mean, the sex was incredible. Then he wanted to read me his poetry and go out to dinner and the whole chat bit. And I'm like, let's not even go there. What are you saying? Are you saying you're just going to give up on love? Oh, that's no, sick. no, no, no. Believe me, if the right guy comes along and you two right here, this whole thing, right out the window. I, I, no, no, no. The so. right guy is an illusion. You understand that? You can start living your life. So you think it's really possible to pull off this whole um, women having sex like men thing? You're forgetting the last seduction. 
You are obsessed with that movie. Okay. Linda Fiorentino, fucking that guy, up oh, against yes. the chain link fence. I'm never having one of those, oh my God, what have I done, epiphanies. I hated that movie. Oh, such a good tip. I just love how they talk. Even though so much of what they say, you would go, ah. Oh. But I just love, because I think actually that's what I loved about the show from, like, when I was young. And even though some of the bits, like, I didn't really, like, have experience from, like, I've, I, I have never lived in the city. I've never been a high-flying crew woman. <laughs> but how her and her friends were just really, like, trying to work out, like, the world and relationships and like talking on a really like real but funny level mm. about sex and relationships just I think just really echoed how I talk to my friends one thing that really pisses me off in this though is mm. Samantha being like oh like you know I, I don't like guys blah 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 and then Charlotte pipes up and goes isn't it just because he didn't call you back yeah. It's like so fucking. What if it was? Let me say my shit. It's true, like, but then don't like pull me out. But then I do love how Charlotte's character evolves. Really, like, so I don't almost mind that she's so like with what with dildos, like, because it's almost like she is like the conservative voice to balance, like otherwise it would be a bit of an echo chamber. But then actually, I think sometimes, okay, so everyone thinks of like, oh, you know, Charlotte's such a prude. Charlotte's like the traditional one. I think Carrie is actually as deluded and traditional um, as Charlotte, but just pretend she's not. Charlotte's a secret slag. Um, mm. And she's so bad wants to not be a slag. Like, and I say that with love because I am too. Oh, in a way that there's nothing wrong with sleeping around. Absolutely like, not. I reclaim the word. Yes, yes, yes. It is nothing bad. Um, but she is a secret slag, whereas the mm. others are like, Miranda's like, yeah, I have sex, blah, 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 blah. Samantha, we all know her feelings. But yes. Carrie is just the most closed-minded person mm. ever. That it's like I don't even know if she should be having sex. I think she thinks that she is more broad-minded than she is. Whereas at least with Charlotte, she knows. Mm. Like she knows that she just she knows exactly the type of man she wants. She knows exactly what the type. Well, what we later find out she thinks she wants, but you know, um, then actually doesn't turn out quite like she thinks. But um, yeah, like, whereas I think Carrie actually kind of wants the same thing. Because one of the things I think, like, the reoccurring things of all of Carrie um, is kind of that she's looking for the one. Um, but then also she only will date, like, rich guys <laughs> as well. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, she has a definite, like, type. Well, thing is, with, with Charlotte, I think... She is a bit of a prude, but I think she's more willing to even try stuff than mm. Carrie is. Because, like, in sort of other things, she goes, oh, up the bar. I don't know if I want to do that, but she considers it. Yeah, that's whereas, true. And she whereas, considers a threesome as well with that yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. Mm, that's she, so true. She considers a lot more. And it's like, it's like Carrie's like, like a sex writer and is like, uh -huh, I don't know if but is a thing. Okay, yeah, guys. Yeah, as I did missionary oh, for the fifth time that week <laughs> the 75th different guy, I thought to myself, isn't Samantha a slag? Yeah, oh my God, it's true. Like, how, oh my God, imagine reading her column every week about missionary. Oh my God, seriously. Top of the bed, bottom of the bed. Mm -hmm. On the side. Oh, wow, positions. Oh, amazing. I do love yeah. their, their, their little throwback. And I love what Sam says about, 
like this is the first time and it's probably it's mm-hmm. really true like I think we have to remember like how amazing this show was for showing this shit because I think like you've got to think like things like Friends was the other really popular show and I love Friends but it's just so different in terms of it's very much more like just additional you know and I know obviously that's a yeah. different show in terms of it's like like a daytime show a bit more isn't it like Friends it can be like it's I think it's like pre-watershed shows so obviously it's completely different but as in if you think about the other things that were on at the moment, this was fucking revolutionary and how like that Sam is not portrayed as shitty or like, or at least although I was going to say, and actually it's going to come up, I'm going to say about how I think Sam, they treat Sam in this show that I don't necessarily agree with, but like that, like what she says about how like this is the first time we've had as much, you know, power yeah. and money as men. I think it's fucking true and are able to do what we want. And, you know, how long has men been dating women who are like, ridiculously younger than them and that's been okay for years so I do love Samantha Joe. yeah but then she does go ahead and ruin it and says oh mm. and then when we use them they get funny about it or something like that and I'm oh, like yeah that's the problematic that's thing you okay. shouldn't use people <laughs> okay I've got so much to say okay I've got so much to say okay okay <laughs> so first of all I want to say like my best line of the show is was it was in this clip so I love when Miranda's like I love when she's like um, I can't even read my notebook anymore because it's gone dark in my room. <laughs> but, um, uh, when she's like, oh, it was like the best sex ever. But then like he wanted to read me his poetry and I was like, oh, I'm so over it. Oh. And I just love that because I think it's like funny because like I have a thing against any men that play guitars and shit. Oh, <laughs> because Michelle, I'm like, I'm no, I never want to. I never want to hear you play the guitar. I don't like. And just to have this, even the thought of me, I have like secondhand embarrassment thinking about me sitting there having to listen to someone's poetry. Michelle, boys have done that to me. <laughs> I have a gamer have... husband. He does not do that to me. He goes, oh. look, I'm shooting people. And I go, yeah, great, hun. <laughs> no, so it would be, you'd be on a night out. You'd go home with someone and then you'd be in their fucking uni room or whatever. And they'd be like, anyway, here's Wonderwall. And <laughs> they really play wonderwall i thought that was like a (laughs) no it's the indie boys they do it and and they and i'm going no 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 you don't have to you don't have to it's fine it's honestly fine it's honestly fine have you got another bit oh my god hunt no and they actually (laughs) there and they play it and then they keep messing up they go oh wait hang on sorry um i'm so embarrassed for you like i'm dying inside yeah and you're like sort of sobering up at this point and you're like i'm so far from home they're becoming less and less attractive (laughs) (laughs) as you go on (laughs) oh my god no so yeah, yeah like that it is gives me something. PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's Wonderwall. Yeah, here's Wonderwall. So I love that. I love what she says there. Like it's so so good. That's the other thing I was gonna say. Yeah. So the problematic nature of men having women having sex like men, and mm-hmm. I think so. This goes even. This spills onto the conversation that I know that we really always want to have about Skipper. <laughs> but oh. the whole thing about again, it's probably just dated. I don't know. But the whole thing about how men don't have emotions around sex. Oh no, like, men are just men are just big hard penises. Like I, I said to I said to Ben like when I was like watching it because he was like half watching it as we had McDonald's, and because he's seen it all like as many times as me pretty much like off and on. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot like you know men in 1990. It wasn't until like post millennium that men started having feelings. <laughs> forgot about yes. that. 
you know it came with the millennium bug it did it did the it did. computers that, that crashed the, the men it got feelings the men's got feelings it was a fucking nightmare i can tell you i can tell you girl We're you'll be able to remember but geez yeah we are we are but honestly like i think that's so like i actually i see what they mean about having like, and i see what they mean and they're trying to say but actually when they even start to dig deep about that like women having sex like men because to me women having sex like men means women would be able to have sex with who they want um like as in they're allowed to choose which even that is sometimes a bit of a leap even for nowadays you know like they're allowed to choose who they want to sleep Mm -hmm. with and they're allowed to enjoy it that like it's not just it's not meant to hurt you know what I mean like it's not meant to be like just for his gratification You're, you're meant to enjoy it yourself and that also that you shouldn't get slut shamed for it that's that's what it means to me like for women to have sex with men but like 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 men sorry but this seems to mean like oh so you can have sex without any feeling for the person which having feelings for the person is a completely woman thing and not a man thing at all what's your thoughts on that no i completely agree the whole thing really pisses me off um and carrie's opinion on it really fucking mm. great grinds my gears it does why hers especially because i kind of felt it was a bit of a like a group consensus for them because i don't know i don't like carrie okay is it because one. she's a sex colonist and you just... her to a higher example i don't know i don't know i think it's like miranda she is a bit sarcastic i think miranda can just say things off the cusp and stuff but she might not actually really mean it but when carrie says it i think she really means it and that pisses me off because i'm like you should know better than to like think that all men just they just have sex all the time Mm. and have no feeling like i don't know it just really pisses me off (laughs) no for sure so moving on to Skipper then, because literally, like, oh, he, he, that shit show. he pisses me off too. Do I like anyone in this show? I do. You do, you do. Just not oh, actually, Harry's... first, first though, they meet Kurt Harrington before Skipper. Oh yeah, your boy Kirk. What's yeah, Kirk do they up to? Yes, they do. They do. So yeah, like fucking Kurt Harrington. Like it's so funny that he is held up is as the Kurt trope of Harrington. I thought it was Kirk. How I think you calling him Kirk. It could be Kirk. I don't actually care enough about this, like the Dior dress. It's not that sort of thing. It's really, like, we care more about the clothes than Kurt Harrington. Although what he wears is fucking hilarious. He and has a thought, thumb like, ring. Oh, God, he has a fucking thumb ring. And just, <laughs> oh, my God, you know what makes me cringe? That she picks up his... I know it's meant to be, like, show intimacy or something, but when she picks up his cigarette and, like, takes a drag of it... It makes me want to vomit. No, Michelle, it's sexy. Apparently. Apparently. I, love, I fucking love Stanford in this scene, though. I love him. Like, first of all, I want to say, like, that she is already a shit friend because he's like, oh, he's a talent agent. And he's like, she's like, you have, like, one person and he's an underwear model. And she hit and he's like, on Times Square? Like, come on, bitch. Like, just because he's not, you know what I mean? I thought that you was so mean to him. You call yourself a writer and you write yeah. one column a week. You write one column a week. And know nothing. And you bisexuality exists. You can check Exactly. Up. Like, where do you research? You literally, like, go to fucking Club Chaos and just literally 
fucking missionary positions. So I'm like, what the fuck do you know? That's not research, sweet. Having read a book once. So like, first of all, I want to say like, you know, Stanford is just amazing. And I love his face. I love his like, don't do it, Kerry. I can't be fucked to deal with your fallout, <laughs> which I love. It's so funny. And it also kind of makes me think about her later behavior with Big. Like this might be actually just typical to her that she gets a bit obsessed. Because mm. he's like, oh, no, I've already dealt with this like three times. Yeah. You know? And then, oh my God, like... Yeah, and she schedules her a dick appointment, as she put it, which I thought was hilarious. How you phrase that, sweetie? Well, I thought she's doing this for a um, an experiment, Hmm. but it's already flawed. She's already fucked him three times and caught feelings. Yeah. So why is she now shagging him again in the name of research? It's already a flawed experiment. Throw it out, you shit. I don't know. Like, I think if she could. It's, in fairness, if he was like good sex, then I could imagine that it would just be easier than in a way. And if she kind of like had hate for him, it might like, you know what I mean? But no one catches like, feelings from getting licked out. So no, it's like, I, think, I think I might have caught feelings. Uh, <laughs> well, you're the exception to the role. It's really good. Slag. 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 So, yeah. I think we said we loved each other. After a, 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 a licking incident <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> so, 20 years later. <laughs> you know? Oh my God, that's so weird. Um, <laughs> it's a bit. Should we move on? Well, <laughs> I think it's a bit funny, right, in this scene that mm. she's like, oh, I'm going to try and have sex with someone. Literally, the first person <laughs> she sees. She makes a dick appointment with. I'm surprised it wasn't Stanford, if I'm honest, with how quick. No, she... I know that's like, actually oh, that is a bit convenient. Let's go to it. Yeah. Like, come on, give oh, it. Oh, when a he comes back. out the covers, though, I don't know. There's something that really makes me cringe about that. My turn. <laughs> yeah. Oh You're my god. Right, bud. <laughs> but yeah. And just what he wears and everything, like, and how he's meant to be so attractive. Think how crispy his hair is. Oh my god, so crispy. His hair would be like this. So crispy. Like he's licking her out and she's put her hand down to his head and she's like, ew, it's like burn. <laughs> like, like slice my hand open, jeez. I love that she's just like, okay, gotta go. Cause like, yeah, I that is fun though. Like, I actually really think that's fun about the scene. Yeah. But um, one thing actually mm, that at okay. this point, Alessandro did write, Carrie was pretty cool at the beginning. What happened to her? Because... Oh. He liked her in this episode. Like, he loved that she just sort of went, ah, sorry, gotta go, and left. Whereas when she gets really sort of, like, clingy and weird in, like, Mm -hmm. other episodes, he's like, oh, she was so badass in this one. Yeah, no, though, she, like, she is pretty, like, I do like that when she's like, "Mm, no, and then she just, like, goes off. And I love, like, her little triumphant walk, obviously, before she bumps into somebody. Mm -hmm. And she just, like, and it does remind you of that. You know, like, when you've had sex during the day and, like, you've gone back to work or you've then had to go somewhere. And it's, like, a secret little thing in your head that you're, like, I just had sex. I know that song by, like, Long Island. I just just had sex. (laughs) It's like that. And you're just, like, walking along the road, like, yeah. Boom, boom, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing, sorry, I'm doing finger guns. It's quite <laughs> be clear. <laughs> I don't know if that, like, translates. I love that. I love that. So yeah, I love I'm that like, little bit when she's, like, coming out and she's, like, feeling it. And then, obviously, she gets knocked over and her bag is on the floor. And as you said, who's there to pick up? Her fucking, okay, okay, so her Trojan with a reservoir tip. Reservoir tip. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. So this <gasps> was one thing that I voice noted. 
at you about like a few weeks ago where it was a genuine question because as I say like I am how old am I 29 um so when this came out I didn't know what the condoms were like on the market I thought they all had a reservoir tip so um I had to genuinely ask you and you said no they've literally always had that and then Mm. I got angry because I just why did she specify that is it like oh I'm a girl that like I know my condoms it doesn't matter they're johnnies they're just rubber johnnies I don't care what brand they are I don't oh my yeah they do say trojan like it's like they say trojan a lot in this show I think I haven't actually seen that anywhere but they they say enough to be spawn they should be sponsored if they weren't paying them they should be and she meets big for the first time which Mm -hmm. I think I, I actually love this meet cute I actually love it um, I do like how cool she is about it. I would be dying. No, I think she's. I think it's the post-sex glow. I think she's just oh, come out feeling God. like I'm a fucking goddess of sex. I've just had sex, like no feelings. Fuck that guy. I've just come. I feel great. I'm walking down the street and think, yeah, this guy knows that I'm a fucking sex god because I have a Trojan extra lube with the reservoir tip, and you know, like, and he had, you know, what I mean, I don't know. I just kind of really like that, and I love that it sets the scene of like he already knows that she's quite sexual, and actually, I think I find that her and Vic's relationship, a lot of their chemistry is sexual chemistry. Um, So I actually think it's a really nice setup. And I just love the little meet cute. Like, I actually like that meet. Although, like you said, when she walks off, I wish that she didn't trip. Yeah, that would be cooler. It's a trope. It's just a trope. Like, of the... I I get why they did it, because they're trying to show her personality, because she isn't the cool, calm, collected, got-it-together girl. She's kind of the, you know, floaty, airy-fairy sort of girl that's, like, you know, beautifully dressed, has a bit of a, like, wacky side, or, you know what I mean? Like, you know, she's not like Samantha, who's, like, proper, like, cool, calm, Oh, Samantha would never fall. She would not fall. She'd just, like, look back and be like, yeah, I know that I, you're looking at my ass, and it's fucking brilliant. So I kind of like that, that she kind of, I wish she had just pulled her dress down a little bit, because I love that, obviously, wearing a ridiculous short skirt yeah. at like 11 a.m or something but like i love that she pulls it down but i wish she didn't trip because it's just mm-hmm. a trope she goes and meets skipper our best oh, bud skipper fucking let skipper. me play the clippy later that night vic and vic are Skipper Johnston met me for coffee and confessed a shocking intimate secret thank you <laughs> do you know that it has been like a year really I don't understand that. You're such a nice guy. That's the problem. You know, I- I'm too nice, you know? I'm a romantic. I just have so much feeling. Are you sure you're not gay? No. You know, I- I'm sensitive. And I-, I don't objectify women. You know, most guys, when they meet a girl, the first thing that they see is, um, you know... Pussy? Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> I hate that word. Don't you have any friends that you can hook me up with? No. I'm too old for you. I like older women. Maybe. Maybe my friend Miranda. When? Tomorrow night. We're all going downtown to this club chaos. Great. Don't tell her I'm nice. Mm. Miranda was going to hate Skipper. She'd think he was mocking her with his sweet nature and decide he was an asshole. The way assholes. Oh, um, 
I hate Skipper, but one thing hmm. I also would not like if someone just went pussy. <laughs> I would also be like, I think it's because I have a thing about the word fingering. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, it is. No, no, like, I also hate if someone just like not so much now, but definitely as a teenager, if someone said hmm. fingering, it would make me want to die. So poor Skipper, maybe he's just got a touch of old that. So maybe, but, but I just hate that he's like, oh, you oh, 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 see how my god. Like, it's like, look, calm the fuck down, Skipper, okay? Like, calm the fuck down. You wait till you see one, buddy, it's going to be a wild ride. Yeah, it's going to blow your fucking mind, bitch. It's going to blow your mind. Oh, my God, though, there's so much to unpack in this. You go first. Again, I hate Carrie. Mm. How dare you? How fucking dare you? He's sitting there telling you, do you know, this is, like, putting his cards on the table, mm. oh, do you know what? Fair enough, he has his flaws. I hate men that say, I'm a nice guy. Oh, my but... God. But then this was before nice guy yeah. became, yeah. like, the thing. But, yeah, like... It's fedora. Like... Mm. Although uh, he is the fedora of his times, don't you think? He he's is. like, web's designer, a bit of a geek, which is so funny because now everyone's a geek. So I think it's really exactly. funny that he's, like, a web designer and people are like... Pfft. Like, we're into into Wall Street men, and now everybody's a fucking web designer. Like, but and like, now the web designers are on Wall Street. But <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or, like, earning more Wall Street than the Wall Street is. Yeah. If that's what they're called, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it really pissed me off how, fair enough, if she might not agree with him, but mm. to, to just sit there and go, okay, so you're sensitive, so you're gay, right? Oh, God. How fucking dare you? But no, it's like, it's like saying that, so what, only gay men have feelings i don't i really don't understand that thought process right well, earlier no men had feelings now yeah. gay men do huh what it's it's so annoying and it's such a like i think what they're trying to say as well is that obviously it's effeminate to have feelings mm-hmm. and therefore are gay only gay men and this is like written by a gay man so i'm kind of surprised that it kind of caricatures also all gay men are like overly effeminate and i know that like obviously like this is, I don't think I ever heard the, I know, I'm sure it existed, but I don't think I ever heard the word, like, non-binary in these, like, times mm. of sex, like, you know, early sex in the city. But at the same time, obviously there are what people would describe as effeminate gays, but at the same time, like, I don't think that defines being gay. I think it, you're just a man, you're just a, a person who happens to like the same sex as you. That's, that's what I think. The thing is, I think with this, the reason that it pisses me off so much is with what Carrie's saying, it doesn't actually sound like that's what she thinks because mm. he sat there telling her, I like women, I haven't been with a woman in a year, yeah. it's really getting me down. So obviously he's not gay. She sounds like the bitch in the friend group who is embarrassing her friend in front of the rest of the mm. friendship group. Oh, like, for sure. And, like, trying to call them out and just being controversial or just being like, oh, I'm ballsy. Look at what I said. I'm so upfront. That's yeah. what, it, like, and just making him feel like shit. That's what. That's why it pisses me off. Yeah, make him feel like, oh, is there something, like, not that there's anything wrong being gay, but like that, like, oh, is there something wrong with me then? Because I am a yeah. straight man who, you know, does, like have feelings emotions which is like crazy impossible um, you can't yeah. i'm sorry men dang that's what i mean like she kind of says it like are you gay like as in is there something wrong with you yeah that's that's what it is like instead of just being supportive although i do hate his whole nice guy thing and i do hate the whole i'm nice therefore because he, he does touch upon it he does touch upon the oh but i'm so nice so therefore why aren't girls sleeping with yeah. me because that's all that qualifies girl i like i deserve 
Exactly. Like, so there is a touch of that in this, you know, the whole I deserve to um, have women have sex with me because I'm literally a standard. Because nice is not anything. It's Nice is not like I do loads of charity. I, you know, I mean, it's not even like I go over in a bath. <laughs> like, nice is like I'm just the standard all right human being. I don't step on baby kittens. Yeah, exactly. Have sex with me. Yeah, exactly. Like I have emotions and I don't step on baby kittens. And it's kind of like, okay, but you're just literally like the standard human being. If you're not getting girls, maybe you should work on yourself, actually, mm-hmm. because maybe, you know. And actually, he had, he, I think he later shows that actually he's a bit of a trash person. Well, I was going to say, when he's there with um, Miranda at Club Chaos, he kind of, one, he touches her without her consent, which mm-hmm. fucks me off. And then he's like, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, because she's getting pissed off at him. But he changes his opinion for what she wants it to be he says oh I think mm. this and she goes oh and she challenges it and he goes oh and like backtracks and it's like you're not a nice guy you just uh, have no personality yeah that's take, what I mean yeah. you take on whatever personality of the person you're trying to bang is mm. that's not a nice person no no exactly I know I totally agree actually that's one of the things I said to Ben while we were watching this was that Maybe he's just not interesting. Maybe he needs to go get himself a personality. You know, maybe he needs to get himself some life. Like, he'll be an interesting person. Like, he's probably just boring. There's nothing more boring than people just, like, agreeing with you. Literally, I went on a date with a guy like that, and it's like, I had been with some crappy guys, so I just wanted a nice guy. I wanted Mm. a nice, sweet guy. And I thought that's what he was, because we met on Tinder, and he seemed really sweet, didn't overstep any boundaries. Yeah, but like standard, I, we should be just the standard of human exactly, beingness, but whatever. Exactly. Um, but when we were out, like we met at a pub, and I realised he was just trying to be me. He had no personality, and he found me so interesting that my opinions were his opinions. Mm-hmm. And I smoked at the time. He had never had a cigarette. He. He smoked, he smoked half, for you. He smoked oh my half God. my pack of fat. Like that's annoying then, in itself. Like, is he literally, I offered him one to be polite at first because he came out for a fag with me, and then he just kept taking them from my box, and I was like, okay, like I'm a student, you douche. Um, and then a couple days later, he like texted me like, oh, I bought us another pack of fag, and I was like, you don't smoke. Oh, he was like, I would oh, not I want someone to start smoking for me. That's literally. Awful. And he kept calling my cats by their nicknames i'm like you've never met my cats don't call them nicknames. <laughs> i think that's so funny like <gasps> i think i remember this guy and he kept talking to you about the cats and you were like okay yeah like can we not do this anymore is it that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and like it, there was plenty of other stuff but it was just like he had never seen like jurassic park suddenly that was his favorite film mm-hmm. he had never seen this but suddenly that was his favorite show like oh my god it was just so annoying and i just had to all it down. to carry like the whole relationship basically mm-hmm. i've still got him on my facebook he's he seems to be doing all right oh good for him yeah <laughs> <laughs> Still a single Pringle, I wonder why. Um, but yeah, he like and that he reminds me of Skipper. And if Skipper is anything like this guy, Skipper, you're not a nice guy. You're a boring guy. Okay, so we're now at Club Chaos. Yes. Um, where we see the next Donald Trump. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so funny that that's how they describe him. I think they just surely they just mean rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he must have been just, like, a big hotshot in 98. And I think that's it. Like, he's got a lot of money. Trump Hotel was mm. probably a thing. Yeah. So it's like, because I don't think they really touch on quite how rich Big is supposed to be. No, they really don't. I think he is meant to be, like, I, I have so much money, I don't know what to do with it, Rich. Mm, I think so. 
they even know even really what he says or what he does actually i presume finance but they never really say it's because it's boring as shit <laughs> no, I who cares <laughs> oh he has a nice office he does have a nice office he has a nice office. He has a nice office. He has a secretary. We also know he has a secretary. Oh, oh. So we know. Um. <laughs> but so I know you said, quite well. You, you said something interesting <laughs> in your intro, which is you said that so when obviously Samantha says, Oh, like the next Donald Trump and he she says, Oh, do you know him? And Carrie goes, No, no, I've never seen him before in my life. Yeah. Do so you thought that she doesn't remember him? No, I don't think she does. Really? Because I thought it was, I actually, that's an interesting theory, because actually one of the things that I I don't understand why she would say, instead of just saying no, she actually says, I've never seen him before, like ever. And I think she knows who he is. No, I don't think she does. I think it's because she isn't just like, he isn't just sitting there and Sam goes, oh, do you know him? She'd go, oh, no. But it's because he's waving at her. Yeah. She's like, oh, she's she's a bit confused. And she goes, no, I've never seen him before in my life. Like, what? Why is he waving at me? Mm. I don't think she recognises him. Oh, that's an interesting theory. Because I don't understand when she says, oh, no, because she, it's such a, like, quick meeting. I thought she probably does, but she can't be bothered to explain. No, I don't know him, know him. I met him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, like, sometimes she just can't be fucked to explain. So you're like, about the reservoir tip. There's <laughs> just too much explanation. But she'll explain um, that she has Trojans with a reservoir tip, but not, oh, yeah, I saw him earlier picked up my rubber johnnies. It was well funny. It was embarrassing. Yeah, exactly. Like, wouldn't she say that? Or if that did that explanation wasn't required, she'd just say, no. But I, I think she knows, because he waves. Yeah, and knows. I think that's why she's confused. Oh, my gosh, Alessandro is unplugging his PlayStation, and he's just turned off every light in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Um, but, yeah, no, I don't think she does. Oh, that's an interesting theory. Let's ask Alessandra real quick. I don't know. I don't I don't think she actually does, because why would she lie to Samantha and uh, say, that's what I don't understand. Like, she's a trash human being. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like, oh, I met him in town. Like, oh, oh I, he bumped into me or he helped me pick up my stuff. Like, yeah. No, you don't gain or lose anything from saying that. So I genuinely believe that she doesn't remember. Yeah, okay. No, yeah. I agree. Oh, I like that theory because it never made sense to me. Why would she would say, no, I've never. And, and even like she might just go, no. But like to actually literally say, I've never seen him before. Because like she might say no, as in I don't know him. Mm. She doesn't know him. She's like seen him once. But to say like, I've never seen him before in my life just seems like a bait and lie. But also they never circle back to the fact that Sam wanted to bang him first. They don't. And, oh, God, the scene with the cigar. First of all, can I just say cigars are fucking disgusting. Literally like, everyone in Pennsylvania oh, smokes cigars and they're the so gross. That? That's just so disgusting. Like, cigars to me are, like, just remind me of, okay, so when you could smoke in pubs and you, like, there was, like, some dodgy guy at the fucking, like, dodgy old guy at the bar who was, like, smoking a fucking cigar and it's all you could smell and it was disgusting. Mm. And I was a cigarette speck at the time. So it's just, oh, I literally hate cigars and they're disgusting. And the fact that they're, like, like even watching her smoke them makes me want to be sick. Is that because the cigar or because she's sucking it off? Both. It's like It's, like, something that's already disgusting is, like, even worse. In Sam's defence, I love that I call her Sam, that she's my pal. Like, we are she on is. nickname basis. We are. She's not Samantha, she's Sam. 
she I think Sam genuinely does like cigars because we see her in a few episodes smoking cigars and I believe in the film she smokes cigars I never noticed that I yeah, noticing that. So in the movie, mm. when, um, an engagement party or whatever, they're all outside having Cubans. Oh, okay. And she's genuinely having one, and she's not trying to impress anyone. Like she's no. here, so I think she okay. does actually smoke cigars when the time calls for it. Oh, okay, that's fair enough. Like I like that then. I like that better about her. Yeah, it's not just that she's just having one to something to say. Mm-hmm. But no, it's a bit. I don't like the scene. It's a bit cringe. It is, and like one thing I'm wondering about: why didn't he like her? I don't understand. Well, I think they establish, don't they, in the next one that he's a modelizer, don't they? Which I think is, I believe, is the next episode. Don't they establish that he's a modelizer and only dates models? Yeah, but he dates Carrie in the end. He does, which makes no sense. <laughs> actually, and again, it goes into how they treat Sam in this episode. I do actually think they still do the thing, which I don't, which they drop doing um, eventually, is like her being, you know, the woman that just has sex and bases her whole identity around, you know, being very overtly mm. sexual. There's always a tragic note to that. And you know, in the way that often the single woman is like, as depicted in fiction and the media is a bit tragic and how Mm. the childless woman is sometimes depicted as tragic. I think they kind of play that note a little bit in this episode. Um, They play it now. Like when she says, I let Samantha has just a deluded self-confidence that means that she's as great as a model or something. And I don't know, there's something a bit like, I don't know. They do portray it as a bit tragic. And I'm glad they kind of drop that and just make her a fabulous human being. Yeah, because she's my fave, so. <laughs> oh my God, I love her. I love, the, I love them all in a way, but yeah, definitely Samantha and Miranda. Oh my fucking God. Sorry, do you think if Sam had played it a bit cooler, he would have liked her? Maybe. Think- well, he says, he says in the end, doesn't he? Like when, so obviously we're skipping ahead a bit, but he says you end up with the ones that make you laugh. Mm. And actually, maybe that's it. Maybe he's like, oh, if I want to have sex, I'll just have sex with a model or someone that's like, you know what I mean? Like in my particular realm of people that I sleep with. Um, like as it maybe has a type, you know what I mean? But if he's going to go off type, then that would be because he wants to be with somebody that makes him laugh. I don't know. Or like the witty, because she's portrayed as witty. I don't necessarily know she's always actually that witty, but like they portray her as witty. Does that make sense? Yeah, but like it carries obviously already caught his eye and all they did was bump into each other on the street kind of thing, pick up her condoms and that, mm. and he saw her at the club and she obviously made an impression on him. Yeah, that's so true. So what is it about her that is he likes more? She's She's got loads of condoms in her bag. She's wearing a short dress. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But she's being very sexual there. And then Samantha's actually coming on to him being sexual, taking part in what he likes. And he's like, Mm. no, like not that he has to. No, no, exactly. But I I just wonder why he doesn't, because Sam gets everyone she wants. She is so gorgeous as well. Although even her makeup isn't on point and her hair's a bit lank in this episode, if I'm Mm. honest. Maybe he just likes fuller hair. <laughs> he just likes full-bodied hair, what can I say? But it was like the early 2000s, so, you know, we all had, all of our hairs was just too too straight, thanks yes. to GHD. But I just wonder why he didn't like her, because... I uh, know. I would love to hear what he thought, like, why he didn't like her. And then also, they don't ever actually come back to that, because... They don't. But I don't I... think it matters, in fairness. He sort of, like, starts 
you know what I mean? It's kind of a slow burn for them, isn't it? They kind of get to know each other and stuff. And like, yeah, but in my experience, right? So my friend Jazz, she's married to her husband Daniel. When before they got together, me and her just followed him on Instagram and would call him the cute ginger boy. And we would go like, oh, he's posting a new picture. Oh, he's cute. He's cute. And we both oh, that's actually like the cutest story. And we both were just like, oh yeah, he's like fit. He's cute. And then. She got with him and we still bring it up to this day and it's been like five years, six years. And I was That's different. It's not like you were it's not to everyone. But then you, it's not like you were re- you rejected. Like if you were rejected by him, she might not want to bring it up all the time. Well I was because he chose her. Oh my god, what you very <laughs> Oh my god, you No, 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 no. I'm joking. It went like that. <laughs> was it like that a bit? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's see, and even if it was, you won't talk about it now, so it's fine. Dan fine. likes to think it was, so that's what he tells people at work. Oh, <laughs> I rejected her. I did. I did reject no, her. Oh, her there, we fucking rejected her. I did. <laughs> yeah, oh, I just so don't funny. know why it's just never hmm. mentioned. Not even a smidge. Not even in the no. next episode where, like, she goes, "Oh, I'm going on a date with Mister Big," and Sam goes, "Oh, as like, at least one of us is," or you know. It's just never. That's so true. That'd have been so easy to do. But yeah. then also, don't you feel that in some ways her reject, her big rejection is just to set her up for the next bit where she goes home with that guy that Shara went out with. Yeah. It's a bit of a setup, in fairness, in it's some like, ways. But that's not a sad person going home because she's sexual. She deserves the crap guy. Yeah. Like honestly, I hate that. Like I and like the whole you can't stay over tonight. And she's like, yeah, I'm busy too. And then she kind of has a sad face. Yeah. But she has it. Honestly, that pisses me off. And like I said, that's one of the things that really like grates on me. And I'm glad that they drop and just make her fabulous. Yeah. Because Sam, as we know in later series, would be like, yeah. Like, you think I want to stay here? Exactly. Like, I've got a nice bed at home. Like, the thing is, I was kind of I've like... already called the cab <laughs> for afterwards. But I was the girl that they are trying to be. Like, of just like... I want attention validate me you know so I was that girl and if a guy had said that to me it would have broke my heart because I'm like no that's not how it's meant to go uh, you're yeah, meant to like give me attention to, for the yeah. next seven hours <laughs> <laughs> I've got you for the next seven hours I'll leave at five um you know so mm. it doesn't matter because that's not Samantha no and that's the thing she, that's doesn't, what... she doesn't want to stay with this boy no. Like, he's a weirdo. He's just, he come back to chaos and picked up a rando. She doesn't care who he is. No, exactly. And like that, I just hate that how it's portrayed, like how she kind of has like a mm, sad face for a second. Like she's the tragic one. Yeah. Like that really pissed me off. But then, like I said, they improve. So whatever. Ay, ay, ay. What about Miranda and um, Skipper's conversation? Like, so you touched upon it before about like the little knee thing. Um, but actually, one thing I loved about it is she talks about, so they have a conversation about, like, the, the pretty girl or the interesting girls. And he's like, oh, no, I find you pretty. And she's like, oh, so am I not interesting? And are oh, you find me interesting? Oh, so am I not pretty? And I think that's actually a really clever one that they did because that's an actually a recurring theme for Miranda throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing. And I just thought that was really well characterised by them because, like, even, like, do you remember when I went to California, she has the same thing that she's like, oh, you know, they say they want the interesting girls, but oh, then, yeah. you know, like someone walks past me and then, oh, suddenly, you know, I'm just the interesting girl. 
and they just want someone with massive tits or something you know and I, I think that was actually really I liked that because it seemed to really like they understood her and wrote mm-hmm. her really well whereas I think in some ways like like I said like with how they dress they're a bit caricaturish this way and they haven't got Sam bang on and um again like I think Charlotte's a bit of a caricature of you know the traditional girl whereas I think actually with this I I really really felt like authentic for Miranda yeah no that's true I didn't even think to sort of tie in with sort of later in the season that that's serious because that is exactly how she feels the whole time yeah you want to be like Miranda you can be both if you just believe in yourself it's true and by season three like they find the, the best hair color for you like you know, it's all good. No, I do love Miranda, but I hate that she does end up kissing Skipper. Like, oh, just oh, you does. don't like well, him. Do you No, it's true. But maybe she's just like, oh, whatever. I've kissed guys to shut them up, but I at least liked them a little bit. Yeah. Like, she was, they were That's out true. the door. She could have just gone, all right, see you later, and gone home to her cat. Do you know what I made me think of, though, is that he does, like, pull her back and then kiss her and then sort of pin her against the wall a bit. And maybe she's oh. like, oh, okay, maybe actually, like, there's a bit more to him. Because she loves a bit of that. She's a, she's a lawyer. She probably loves a bit of, like, the pushback, you know? Personally, I like to consent to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's so, like, romantic trope of me, isn't it? Maybe she just likes being pushed around. I just like... Um, <laughs> I, like I like consent, Mimi, okay? And I'm like, oh, okay, right. I'm um, a millennial. And... <laughs> I'm technically uh, a learner. Yeah, but you're like the other end. <laughs> I am. I'm on the other end where the consent didn't matter. <laughs> no, no, no. In your, in your days, consent your men. In my day, in my day, yeah, yes meant no. No meant no, yes meant no. Yes meant yes. No meant maybe. No meant try me in a bit. Yeah, yeah. Pin me against the wall. Pin me against the wall and I'll think about it. <laughs> think of... well, that's what you were going to say. Well, <laughs> well, I'm Back to your roots. Back to your roots. <laughs> okay, so can we mention, like, honourable mention of Charlotte's fucking beautiful outfit? My outfit of the show. Other than oh, the, we're using the, the credits separately because you know, unless you've got more to say about Skipper. Um. His perm would be very fashionable in 2020. I actually think his whole look would be fashionable now, if I'm honest. Geek what? chic. Fucking geek chic, bitch. Oh, geek one more thing about chic. Skipper. Oh, okay, okay. He's not fucking 27. Oh my god, he's not, is he? <laughs> oh my god, I want to know how old the actor is, but I really can't be bothered to type it in and do some maths. We'll find out for the next time. I really want to know how old that actor was when I he can actually be played quick. I Okay, can be if you're quicker than me, because honestly, he is not. Oh, my God. Oh, should we take our bets? Okay, I think at the time he was 38. No, 35. I'd say early 30s, like 33 would be my guess. Okay, his name's Ben Webber. Okay. Oh, he's been in a few. Oh, that's he's not been... him. Oh, that is him. That oh. is him. Has he got hot? Has he uh, neville uh, uh, He looks a bit like Tom Hanks. Okay. Um, okay, so um, let me do this. 1998. Take away. <laughs> he was 26. No. <laughs> Fuck you. No way. He was 26. He wasn't old looking 26. <laughs> Guy needs some sunscreen in his life. 26 I am three years older than he was there and I look about 19 I'm older than most of the girls now there though 
No. Isn't that crazy? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, but let's geez. not do that maths. Okay, mad. Anyway, that leaves my point fucking redundant. Um, Should we talk about Charlotte's dress? Charlotte's dress, go ahead. She's okay, okay, okay. So her dress, her opera dress, I love it so much. Like, it's very 2000s. She would not wear that now. But, oh, my God, like, the halter with, like, the open back. And it has, like, it's, like, that silvery colour. The little embellishments on it, I think she just looks so pretty. And it's so of its time that I just loved it with her little updo. Oh, she just looked, that's, like, my outfit of the show. Like, because everyone else just wears fucking black and leopard print, so... Like, there wasn't much to pick from, let's face it. But I just loved that outfit on her. I thought it was just so early 2000s and just perfect. All I remembered was the low back. She's such a beautiful low back. So nice. But then it goes into, like, one of the best lines of the show is, like you said before, when he gets in the cup and just says, oh, I need to get laid. Oh, it pisses me off. I just... I don't get it. Why Why not just go? Like, okay, see you later, hun. And then like, her drive off and then go back. Like, he likes mm. her enough. He wants to see her again. They're not dating. They're not going out. So he's yeah. allowed to go shag whoever he wants. So he's not actually in the wrong there. No. But, and he's also minted. So just get just another get cab. cab. Like, 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 how lazy are you? Are you on a budget? Like, are you. Well, he obviously wants to let her all? know. That's all I can think of. Is he must want to let her know. It's just great. I don't actually think he does. I think he's just an idiot. Well, no, because like Kerry does say he's an undateable bachelor. So he obviously has like dubious ways of. If he's notorious, you know, like for being a bit of a twat. Oh, I, I, oh, Capote fucking Duncan couldn't give a shit about him. Capote Duncan, you twat bag. Mm, wanker. So, are we up to? So she's out of club, and who pulls up? Which white man? The axe man of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, she fucking knows it could be. Well, she fucking knows. It's Donald Trump. He's so yeah. <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> No, 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 it's okay, because attractive people never commit sexual assault, didn't oh, you know yeah. this? No, you forgot true. about that, yeah. Sorry, yeah. But if it was just Donald Trump, he's ugly, mm-hmm. so defo would be an issue. But yeah. Mr. Big, hot... Okay, no, sorry, my bad. Okay, so let's play the clippy. We'll get in, for Christ's sakes. Seventy Second Street, Third Avenue. You got that, Al? Yes, sir. So, what have you been doing lately? You mean besides going out every night? Yeah. I mean, what do you do for work? Well, this is my work. I'm sort of a sexual anthropologist. You mean like a hooker? No. I um. I write a column called Sex and City. Right now I'm researching an article about women who have sex like men. You know, they have sex and then afterwards they feel nothing. But you're not like that. Well, aren't you? Not a drop. Not even half a drop. Wow. What's wrong with you? (laughs) I get it. You've never been in love. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Suddenly, I felt the wind knocked out of me. I wanted to crawl under the covers and go right to sleep.
Absolutely, that is my quote of the app. That was my favourite line as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, one. Oh, I swear this is just the Claire hates Carrie podcast. <laughs> Michelle talking highly of the outfits. Um, <laughs> outfits and why Carrie is like a piece of shit. <laughs> Listen next week for more. <laughs> more reasons why Carrie's a cunt. One thing that really annoyed me about this scene mm. to do with Carrie is her calling herself a sexual anthropologist. So she is saying she's is this study of people sexual you know mm. what do you what how are you studying this can you please explain what do you what exactly do you study she getting licked out at 3pm on a weekday that's not <laughs> I, I actually did anthropology yeah and, I, and that, yeah yeah I did that wouldn't have like I couldn't write an essay about that I'd get kicked out of school <laughs> I couldn't write a fucking essay Claire if you're anthropology class why don't you just get licked out at 3 p.m like I, I did but it wasn't to do with class <laughs> Oh my god, it's so funny! It's just, it's, it is really annoying because like that, she literally only knows about like heterosexual sex as well. Like really, kind of in the box heterosexual sex. Like that's it. She's not open to hearing any opinion that isn't hers. No. So it's like she like granted she's friends with people who they don't share the same beliefs mm. so she's open in that sense but she doesn't actually like talk to samantha about what she's feeling and ask her relevant questions to try and understand um no. same with miranda same with charlotte like or, or even stanford she never takes an interest in stanford's sex life and that no. would be very interesting for the study of people sexually, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. How dare you call yourself a sexual <laughs> anthropologist? You write a weekly column, like, and you don't actually, you just go out clubbing every night. That's, n- oh, it annoys me. You're just me. a socialite with a column. You're not at, yes. at all an academic. Literally, how dare you piss off? But she does have a degree. Does she? How do you know yes. this? Because uh, she said she had crabs once in college. Oh, well, I doesn't mean she got her degree, but yeah. Oh, true. <laughs> she figured she didn't need to submit her essay. She just she was already good enough getting licked out. At well, she got yeah. crabs, so that was that was part of her anthro- anthropology, oh, yeah. like like minor. Yeah. Is that what they describe it as? I don't understand how American. Um, a minor, like so. Um, oh, it's irrelevant. You get yeah. majors, majors and minors. Majors I did. Are... I so, so I said the right thing. Yeah. So she minored yeah. in anthropology, and one time she got crabs. So that kind of like was quite a lot of her points for that section. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I actually um, in this scene, I have my worst and my best line. So my best line was absolutely fucking newly, and mm-hmm. my worst one is not a drop, not half a drop. Like that's Why really pisses me off. I hate that. I hate it. I just think it's just I don't it doesn't mean anything it's just oh I don't know it's like it's if I was sitting down and thinking I'm gonna write for a romantic lead I love it really 
I love it because I could imagine sitting there and I'm talking to a guy she thinks she's being so cute so flirty she thinks she's got the upper hand blah 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 blah. Mm. and then she does care about his opinion and she's trying to be playful with it and he just shuts her down with that like he says it slowly as well that he's like not a drop not he's like you have no fucking clue Mm. like and I love it and I love that I love when you change my mind about things and you're kind of making me like the line Because I just love because she's sitting there and he's mm. he's basically telling her she's wrong, but not giving her any more information than that. Mm. But by the way he delivers the line, she knows there's more to it and she is so wrong. And more to him as well, which yeah. really is more And like he's like, You have mm. no idea. That's what he's saying. Yeah, you have no fucking idea about me, but it's cute that you tried. Yeah. I love it. You're making me like the lion. I hate when you do it. I fucking hate it when you change my mind. Actually, I don't hate it. I actually quite like it, but whatever. Do you know what bit I do hate about this? When he says, you've never been in love. Because I hate that bit. No. Wrong. When she gets out of the cab... <laughs> And it um out of the car and the screen just pauses on her for like five hours. Oh my god, can I just talk about another thing? The fucking yeah. jazz. The fucking jazz. Oh my god, the fucking jazz. I fucking hate this the jazz. Show love jazz. Fucking hell, what about is it about the jazz? And then it goes, yeah, it shots on her face and it's like it's like fucking goes on and on and it's got it's got every type of jazz. It's got the fucking stupid cheesy jazz. It's got the <laughs> jazz. It's got the thoughtful jazz. Like I'm like literally, I just want to die from all the jazz. Like, can you stop, please? Fucking loves jazz, man. All the way through as well. Carrie loves the jazz. Carrie loves the jazz, man. Carrie loves the jazz, man. The fucking writers sex and city love the jazz, man. Jazz. Michael Patrick King loves the jazz. <laughs> Jenny Biggs fucking jazz. Oh god, I literally hate the jazz. Although in some ways, like it's become so like a part of the show, I don't hate it. I can't imagine it any different in a funny way, you know? Yeah. But it um, feels like you know, just like the smell of your home. You don't actually know what your home (laughs) smells like. (laughs) She's always fucking there. (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, I suppose it's a bit like that. What do you think then about the whole, you, I get it, she'd never been in love? And like how, because it's kind of, again, I feel that's a bit of a trope. You know how, you know, it's a bit of a romantic trope in the way that the man seems to be able to do a bit of like mind reading with the woman and know exactly what she's thinking. But then he's always a mystery to her. There was a bit of that going on. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Although I thought it was interesting. Was- back and forth between them though i found it interesting but you saying that does annoy me but that's not something that i thought about before mm. not you saying it annoys me you annoy I'm me so anno- um, i am so annoying can i just <laughs> fuck off please you really annoy me um <laughs> so what annoys me it annoyed me when you just said that because it brought it to my attention and i didn't really mm. realize that before that like he's a mystery but she's transparent to him yeah um, but because he was shutting down carrie um and she seems really like fake in a way that's i don't think that's what she thinks i don't think she thinks men have no feelings she has just been hurt Mm. and she's been bitter and taking it out on this man and dressing up like she's so okay with it and so like oh men are just trash (laughs) and Mm. he's gone nah that's not it and just shut her down and seen right through it i actually do love that yeah because no, he's, he's fine he's like oh, what what is the words he's basically thinking what i was what i would want to say is like mm. me and him are on the same side so i don't mind that he 
shoots her down there. <laughs> you just want Carrie to crush and burn. No! <laughs> not burn. Maybe crash a little bit. Not like serious injury. Yeah. Like minor injury. Maybe like just fall into your or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah crack a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what do you think? Tell me. Um, yeah, I think that, like, it annoys me just in the trope, but I actually enjoy the, like, back and forth, actually. But then also the other thing is, what do you think? So what, how old is she actually meant to be in this? Is she, like, I thought it was about 34. Yeah, is that right? That. Yeah. What's the likelihood that she's 34 and never been in love? Because I actually thought that was a bit, like, as in, she, I would, I would be surprised if by that point in her life she hadn't at least had at least one significant relationship does that make sense that she would describe herself as having been in love like i get that she might not think okay it obviously wasn't the one it obviously didn't work out um you know that sort of thing but like that i found a bit odd like really okay so for me it's kind of what stuck out was that she's 34 and what are the chances actually that she's never been in love like she could have i would have thought by that stage okay so even if she hadn't met the one even if she hadn't, you know, have met someone that was like, you know, that she was going to stay with, like, not forever, but you know what I mean, like for a significant amount of time, wouldn't you have imagined that she had at least one or two or more significant relationships in her life, enough that she would describe it as having been in love? Like, I'm mm. quite surprised by that. Like, not even like a high school boyfriend that she then decided they wanted to things and she didn't want to live in her hometown or wanted to move to New York or you know just like something like I'm quite surprised that she would have never been in love by the age of 34 especially because she has obsessive tendencies <laughs> her character was she never in love with him especially because okay so you know in later episodes she says she can't usually orgasm with somebody unless she's in love with them yeah but she describes Kurt Harrington having the sex, best sex ever so but then I know that obviously best sex ever doesn't necessarily no, that was mean that was the jazz fan. Was it the jazz fan? But yeah, yeah, I don't mean because she said that about Kurt Harrington, oh, yeah. but I mean she references that later she had, on. She had an orgasm of Kurt Harrington. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of, I find it, that might just be one of those weird, you know, like people say things in the pilot, like you can forgive them that. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems odd to me that she would never have been in love by the age of 34. Like, okay, like I said, like maybe not the one, but like, you know what I mean? Like she might not have met the one, but because that's generally like her thing isn't it throughout the whole thing she wants to find the one but to never have been in love how realistic do you think that is no i see your point that i i think it's like you have a very valid point that 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 wasn't correct that that's just silly but they obviously just had to say that for the thing it fits in with the show but it would have been a lot better if he'd actually rephrased that of like i don't know what would be better like oh, you've never been with a good guy or you've never been treated right or something like that mm. would have actually made more sense because, yeah, she's 34. She's, she's been in love in college. She's been in love since, let's be honest. Yeah, like even if it was like a year of love, you know, and it wasn't the right thing or it wasn't completely perfect and she had that feeling in her that it wasn't going to work out, like surely she'd have had that love feeling, you know? Well, maybe. She never confessed she, she hasn't. Have. She no, but like he says, you've never been in love. She doesn't say anything like, "Oh no, you're right, I haven't." It might just be like maybe her shock is literally just this guy is looking looking deep into me. About love, maybe. Yeah, even. and he, he's going deeper. He obviously has feelings. Mm. <gasps> 
a man with feelings. A man and with feelings? A chauffeur. Miss Big. Oh my God. <laughs> he's got a chauffeur and feelings? I'm like, like, like he's the one. Is he eager, Mr. Big? <laughs> but it's just like, it, maybe it's not. But why would it hit us so much? Because I thought the hit, then it hit me like thing was always to be like oh no like I've never had been in love but maybe she means maybe her version of I've never been in love is I've never met the one mm. and maybe even though he didn't ask that exact question we only perceive things through our own filter don't we so maybe her filter of never been in love is maybe you've just never I get it you've never found the one maybe okay. you don't know I mean like maybe that's the question to her and she thinks oh fuck like yeah maybe but then it's all a picture of like she and actually weirdly he's kind of echoing what she said in terms of their actual twin values so earlier when they were talking at dinner she said like oh you know we'll just wait until you two you know referring to sam and miranda um just wait until you two meet the right guy because then you'll you know then you'll change your tune about having sex like men and not having feelings and actually he kind of says the same thing to her She's saying, oh, I'm just a sexual anthropologist. Like you said, like, I'm just being flirty and cute. And I just have sex like women having sex like men as applying, like, I can have sex like a man. And he's like, oh, I get it. Like, you've never been in love, which we're interpreting that as she's seen as like, oh, we've never met the one, which is kind of what was her point of view, wasn't it? So I don't know if that's the significance of that to her. What do you think? I don't think I have that many opinions about it. We'll just fucking stop the podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, no, my opinion is no, like, as a just like kind of whole. I like maybe it is because there is a guy here that is he's obviously saying it like like because he obviously prioritizes love. He thinks, oh, that is a big thing in someone's life that can change the way you feel, can change your mind, can make you a different person, blah, 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 blah. Maybe the fact that he's even mentioning that to her makes her think like, I don't know, like this must be a priority to him. Oh my God. Mm. Like, or is it just that it's just made her think? Is it just she mm. thought she had it all sorted out in her head? She thought she knew what yeah. she thinks. And then this random guy that she doesn't even know, she spent three minutes with him has made yeah. her really contemplate herself yeah no that's true and people do do that to you as well especially if they like confront your thinking yeah maybe she was you... just yeah speechless of like oh mm. shit have you ever been in love absolutely oh i love that line i love that line that's my favorite line my worst line was a sexual anthropologist my favorite Absolutely. What was your favourite look? Um, Skipper's hair. <laughs> your fave was the perm hair. I, okay. I like a perm on a boy. Curls get the girls. Curls get the girls. That thing. It is a thing. Okay. And what was your worst outfit? Um. See, I don't really care much for the clothes. Do you know what? Actually, tell a lie. My favourite outfit. You know when Carrie is on the bed, um, not getting licked out, um, no. but when she's writing her column or something and she's got yeah. the heavy makeup on and mm. she looks like she's in like sweats or something. Yeah. I love like that. Blue fleece. Yeah. You like the blue fleece. I love it. I love that she's in jammies but got a full face of makeup on because that is me when I've come home. 
Like, and I've got <laughs> my massive lip liner on. I've got my hair extensions still in. Got my fake eyelashes on, and I'm still in jammies. And me and Alessandra just sit here and watch TV, and I'm like, yeah, I look good. I feel like I'm in like a TV show because I'm yes. presentable, but I look like, and I, I put my best cozies on. Yeah. So I you do that's... love loungewear, though. Like you do actually have beautiful loungewear. I do, I do. I need to you buy invest, You invest in loungewear. I do. Uh, but yeah, that's probably my favourite look. Did you have a worse then? I hate that Miranda wore a suit to a date. Like, yeah, not even a nice true, suit. Yeah. It wasn't even like, like a, a boxy. Jackie yeah. O. Yeah. It no, was... no, 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 no. Which yeah. would have been totally inappropriate for a club anyway. Yeah. Like, no suits in clubs, please, people. Fair enough. Did she just come from work? Fair enough. Did you she... take your jacket off? It's a club. You're hot. Has there ever been a club that you've ever been to that wasn't really fucking hot? Um, I hate my arms, so I don't take my jacket off. <laughs> I went I went clubbing like two weeks ago and I wore a leather jacket inside in June. No, July. It had fur on it. Yeah, but it was cute. Like, if you're going office to things, surely you take your jacket off. I don't know. But yeah, so your favourite was Charlotte's. Charlotte at the opera. And my worst was the oversized trench at the beginning. Who wore a trench? You said about this trench before, and I think I just... It's when she's standing. It's, it's like when she's standing with the newspaper and she asks the first question, which is the why are there so great, so many great unmarried women and no great unmarried men? And she's just like in a black... I, you can't really tell what's underneath. I presume like some sort of like black boob tubey dress and just like the most boring trench that's just so uncurry. Like the trench itself isn't terrible, but it's just like it's so much black, so mm. much black in this in this episode. It's kind of ridiculous. Like, I think they just decided that black was chic, so they just dress everybody in black or something. Thing you know? is, black you can get really cheap pieces of clothing and make mm. it look expensive with black. So maybe that's what it was. They yeah, knew these made, women were going to be fashionable, but they mm. didn't have the budget. So don't be a dick, Michelle. No, I'm not. I'm not. Don't like, be a dick. Okay, I'll stop being a <laughs> But one thing I did just want to note about Sex and mm-hmm. City as a whole, um, women are single until a man asks them to be their boyfriend. Men are single until they've got a ring on their finger. That is interesting. Because when she bumps into Mr. Big, mm. she says, no, there's no ring on his finger. Um, yeah, he might have like a live-in girlfriend of 30 years. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> or he might be engaged. Yeah, it's none of your fucking business. He might have actually just, like, his ring might be in the shop. His, he might have flushed down the toilet back then. Maybe he's wearing it around his neck because it's closer <laughs> to his heart. Because it's closer to his heart. <laughs> he really hates his wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. What was your favourite line? So your favourite line was absolutely. Yeah. And your yeah. worst one thing. My favourite was, um, was absolutely as well, wasn't it? It was. And then was. my worst one was... Um, yeah, not a drop, not half a drop. You've made me like that now. So my first, my second was, you're such a nice, but you're such a nice guy. So maybe, um, maybe that's that'll be my new one. Because you changed my mind. Think, who's your who's your MVP of the episode? Um, my most valuable player of the episode. So it could be literally anybody. I did oh, not yeah. think I I was the one that suggested this, and I didn't think of one. <laughs> Um, I know, I know. My MVP. Oh, just let's go with Miranda because she's fucking boss. Oh my god, mine's Miranda. Because <laughs> I just love the. Boss. Yeah. So you talk. No, she's just amazing. I just I love that. Um, when she wasn't interested in Skipper, I love that she made herself very clear. Um, she didn't like girlishly giggle and he 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 and and just sort of go yeah and be polite she didn't Mm. want to he was stepping the line and she made it very clear 
that that wasn't okay um and she yeah she wasn't just polite for the sake of it and i love that no. well done miranda yeah so mine was also miranda for all the reasons that you said just Jennifer's lover and also like i just love that she was the strong female voice at the beginning um that sort of said I've had two great lines actually because I said about the Miranda one didn't I about the poetry that was my other favorite lines mm. I a lot of favorite lines apparently um, but like I love that she was like you know at the beginning with the toxic bachelors in the fucking gym talking I love she yeah. was a strong voice saying you know about like I've tried dating the short fat poor poor guys <laughs> poor guys I think so funny um and so yeah I love her for that and for her yeah just generally her just in general I love it so much. Who was your yeah. asshole of the episode? I know who your asshole is going to be every episode, but go for it. <laughs> <laughs> for the same reason like as mine. Um, uh, okay, well, my obvious uh, <laughs> noob of the episode was Carrie. Your weak muggy tea is muggy. <laughs> your weak, like your milky tea, tea bag fairly in, made with warm water. Yeah, my Typhoon tea of the episode um, was, and it will be most of the time, Carrie. But also there was an angry man during the interviews that really pissed me off. Oh my God, the angry man in the interviews probably pissed me off. I think he was the one climbing a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said something like, oh, like, actually, I wrote it down. Um, uh, Alec Baldwin, he said... Does every woman, like, does every man have the Alec Baldwin for a woman to give him a chance or something like that? And I'm like, did Alec Baldwin used to be hot? Wasn't Alec Baldwin the one that was in the Flintstones? Barney in the Flintstones? No. Did you ever watch the live-action Flintstones? <laughs> Not, like, I, I think I've seen it, maybe? I don't know. Used to play on Front Row. Um, live-action... Um, Live action Flintstone. Um, so mine was Carrie for setting Skipper up with Miranda when she knew that it wasn't going to work. Oh, like, that's so good. It's yeah. not even that she's too old for him. It's like, I'd just be like, their personalities don't work. Why would she set them up? Like, it makes no sense. Absolutely. Like, it's just kind of, and he's so nice and she knows that it's going to end badly. Why would she do that? I think that's so mean. Oh my God. Halle Berry was in the live action Flintstones? Oh, she was. She was the hot secretary. Okay, Elizabeth so- Taylor was in it? The babies are waking up, so should we just quickly say okay. our goodbye? Yes. Okay, so now we're doing the trivia part of the podcast where I have these little trivia cards um, that my boyfriend got me from a charity shop, Kudos to Alessandro. Um, I tried to find the ones for season one, um, but that's all I could do. I couldn't find this episode, so you're just going to have to deal with the spoilers, Okay. Okay, Michelle. Michelle, are you okay? I can't deal. I can't deal. And we're going to tally them up. So by the end, we'll see who gets more right and who more wrong. And one of us will get a surprise that is yet to be determined. Depends how much money we have at the time. At that specific um, moment. Because this could be in three years' time. So I might want like a breast pump or something. Um, so. <laughs> you might. You might. So on this one, I think after three, we should both, if we both go, yeah, we know the answer. And then after three, we say it. Okay. So you say yes. And then three. Okay. Yes. Okay. We both have to say yes. Okay. So question one, when Carrie pitches a children's book to Mr. Big's ex-wife, what does the character have that is magical? Yes. My answer. Yeah, me too. Okay. One, two, three. 
cigarettes. cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. So what happens when Charlotte tries to do a threesome with her boyfriend? Got your answer? I've got my answer. Okay, so one, two, three. He likes the he other girl. He just snogs her and doesn't actually partake in any threesome behaviour. She gets that booted out, doesn't she? Yeah, they kind of boot off the bed a bit, don't they? That'd be yeah. so disappointing. If a guy wanted a threesome of me anyway, I'd like just go shag her since he wants to, mate. Yeah, but then I'm in a shame for Charlotte because maybe she actually wanted to explore that side of her sexuality and you know i don't know perhaps perhaps it would be a disappointment perhaps so true or false miranda answered an ad for a threesome got my answer got my answer one two three true true <laughs> yours is super delayed <laughs> am i i'm just copying your answers <laughs> obviously so really i win by default because you're a dirty cheater mm. and um, I want a boob job thank you my pants okay. are on fire right now <laughs> so question four who offers to have <clears throat> who offers to have a threesome with Samantha and the married man she's seeing I have my got answer my, got my answer one two three his, his wife. wife five in the first season which character says they won't perform oral sex one Oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Okay. It's so obvious. Okay. Of course it's that, but I want to clarify <laughs> with my memory, okay? <laughs> okay. Okay, one, two, three. Charlotte. Charlotte. The, the yes. Person. Oh, my God, yeah. Definitely. That's right. I was yeah. trying to think of the reference because I didn't want to just say, like, Charlotte and then actually it's Miranda or something. Or Carrie because she'd, she'd probably be like, oh, I never do oral. I'm a sex, like, communist and I never do oral or something. <laughs> She does start with um, yeah, The thing is, they never bring that up again in later episodes. Oh. But she does took his fingers. <laughs> she doesn't do, like, blow him. Yeah. It makes no sense. Maybe it's different when she's it married. Is. True, true. But we're married. <laughs> but we're married. That is so, another story for one. another day. <laughs> <laughs> so the answer is, yes, magic cigarettes. Two, this says he starts dating the other woman. We don't know that. We know that they make out and sort of shove her out of the equation. Apparently they date. I hope they're very happy together. Yeah, that's um, like a funny meeting story. <laughs> that. Tell the kids. <laughs> yeah, when you're old. So how did you meet Dad? Well, well. Well, well. I was fucking this other woman, but I wanted to fuck mummy. So we did that and we just booted her out of there and she didn't go down on me anyway. So it's all fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just really, really needed to be blown. <laughs> um, so true, Miranda did um, answer an ad for a threesome. Four, his wife, we were correct. And five, Charlotte. Wahoo. Go us. Um, so we're equal then. We're drawn. Is that the word? Yes. Yes, we are Even Stevens, um, and I will take a picture of that, and we will put that up on that Insta. Yeah, so you can see how you do, and let us know which ones you got right or which ones you got wrong. But we'll be better because obviously we're true fans. Oh, and our Insta's um, at Sex and the Sips Tees S I P S T E A. Ooh. 
Thank you for listening to our podcast. We'll be hopefully doing one for every single episode of Sex and the City. So please subscribe so that you know when each episode comes out. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, which is at Sex and the Sips T, which is S I P S T E A, where we're going to put on all of the outfits we talk about um, and the scenes. And we want to know if you agree with us or if you really don't agree with us and what you think about some of the big questions that we have about Sex and the So come and join us and let us know. And we have really enjoyed doing this and we hope that you enjoy listening at least 10% of how much we've enjoyed it. you guys bye bye <laughs> 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 <laughs>